Welcome back to another episode of The Lana Hustle. I am your host, Lana, and we have our wonderful co-host, Ignacio, which, by the way, it's his birthday, so... Yeah, but the time that the podcast comes out, it's not my birthday. It's okay. Just, just send him a happy birthday, and he'll see it. He loves reading your guys' comments, um, and I'm so excited for today's episode because, I don't know, I just have, like, a really deep, burning desire in me. That's awesome, because that has to do kind of with what I wanted to talk to you about today. Really? I yeah. did not even know that. I no, promise we, you we guys. No, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about what we're going to talk. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm so excited. Let's get into it. So, today I wanted to take it a little more, uh, I wanted to spread a little bit more light instead of focusing so much on like issues that the world Thank you. Please. is having and different things because like that, even though I love like, having those conversations. I know you do. I love debating, but I, I... Just kidding. Like, how can I say this? Yesterday's message at church literally Mm. made me think about how faith changed my life. And I think that it changed your life too. Uh, And I wanted to share our testimony for other people to hear about it and maybe decide to follow Jesus, you know? So, and then we'll go into the comments because there are some comments that are a little bit to debate, but (laughs) I'm I'm going to share a little bit. You love it. I have to, I have to a little bit, but how did faith change your life? Let's open it like that. That's such a broad question. Yeah, exactly. But, um, man, I mean, in the hard moments back then, um, Obviously, I just recently started going to church, reading the Bible, and I feel like it kind of just happened like from one day to the next, but even before I didn't go to church or any of that, I just had like an inner knowing that whatever I was going through was for a reason, and the more setbacks I had the more I realized that those were just setbacks Mm. for setups, right? As our pastor said yesterday. Um, And I just kind of saw, I just kind of stepped out. It's called reflection. So I feel like I reflect a lot. And just going back to the moments where you feel like you were at your lowest. And when I was at my lowest, I would literally talk to God, right? I didn't I didn't label myself as like a Christian or anything. I just cried for him. And like that was like my first person to cry to, like not even my mom or like my dad, like please God. And I just feel like it was just like an inner knowing. Isn't it that crazy that for most people, and I'm I I'm confident saying for most people that we might not be practicing our faith, but in the moments of deep mm. pain and struggle, we cry mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. Like, I still have to meet somebody that in those moments, they don't cry to him. Mm-hmm. In a sense, like, again, many people will not open it openly talk about this but you guys know and if i am 
saying something that is dumb, please let me know in the comments. But I genuinely believe, because it happened to me the same way that you just said, like when I would go through my hardest times and I was not, I would not call myself a Christian because I would not go to church. I would not read the Bible. I will not acknowledge him the right way, but I would still cry to him. I would still ask him. I would still pray to him in my own way, you know, but he's, that's, that's the thing that hit me yesterday, you know, and how, how much better life can be if people lean into him. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not trying here to sell people into God or, or Christianity. I'm just telling you this because it changed my life. You know, like a lot of things that people go through the day to day, addictions, uh, unnecessary challenges that we have. Uh, and when I say unnecessary, it's because nothing really matters at the end, you know? I told that to your mom, like yesterday. I'm like, you know what? People just, uh, including myself, and when I speak about people, I'm speaking about myself as well. Um, people just like, it's, it's so funny how us as humans, we want to focus and place our attention on things that don't really matter, right? And if you just step outside of the situation, you realize that why does this why does any of this matter when we're going to end up in the most beautiful place ever? Right? I'm for a lot. For the most part, for yeah, the for most the most part. part right? I and that really helps me get over situations faster or just laugh about the situations. Um and yeah, so I like this message is for you like if you are just feeling down or going through something just know that it's not forever and it's for a reason if you're aware of it and if you have belief. I know that it is so much, and I was having this conversation with, with uh, Danny, which she was a client now. I feel like she's one of my, like a friend because we're on the same journey together. And, well, not, not Danny Munoz, but she's my friend too, but another Danny. Um, I just love Danny's. Um, basically how it's i told her i'm like you know what it's so much harder to have faith and to believe in things we can't visibly see right and it's just so much easier just to go about life day to day just cruising right going through your ups and downs and whatever but really like it's just so much harder to have faith but I feel like the reward at the end is is so worth it. Yeah. It gives you a different perspective to life, you oh know, my like God. I it, it I see the difference. And I think I see the difference when people have God's grace. I see it in their eyes, I see it in their voice. And that is what motivates me to get up every single day and just be a better person, right? Like Money is great, yes, meet our, meeting our goals, like setting launch dates, whatever. Like, that's fun and all. But what gets me going is 
how like how much better am I going to be today? How can I serve you? How can I serve others? Um, you know, I, one of the recent conversations that I've been having within myself and God is that because again, being a Christian or or having faith doesn't mean that you become perfect. Like by no means. I know, I know, I know. I, like I, I'm I'm the same person. The only thing that changed is my perspective and my standards. Right? When you have standards of a God that is perfect, you know, you know that you will never be perfect. And that's not the goal. But the goal is to live a life that you will make him proud, mm -hmm. you know. And when I say you will make him proud, I mean that you will acknowledge everything that he gives you. You will understand that he, you were made to his image and that you you are not in control of anything like recently I and i was not going to talk about you this know what but helps me recently what, what let, me, helps let me finish me, hold on. you know what helps me sorry i'm feeling you need, a little you, you need to hold your ideas because no. i'm i'm going through say something to finish my wait idea. i just want to give like a little tip honestly if like you're new believer if you're a new believer or you want to just get in it, but you don't know how, start listening to Christian music. Start singing it out loud because it has so much meaning, right? Like, uh, he never wanted perfect. He just wanted my heart. So he doesn't want you to be perfect. He really just wants your love and your faith. But that, that thank you okay. for saying that because that takes me to the same direction that I was See, going. Exactly, trust. Despite of he doesn't wanting you to be perfect and he wants your heart because you are so aware of that. You're so aware that he doesn't want you to be perfect. You're so aware that he understands that you're going to sin and that you're going to make mistakes along the way. Mm -hmm. But that thought in your brain, that thought process in your brain stops you most of the time from doing dumb shit. You feel me? Like, if you are constantly thinking about God, if you're constantly thinking about Jesus and you have them as part of your life, you are walking through earth, again, not perfect because nobody walks on water other than Jesus, but you stop yourself from doing things that are not to its standards, okay? And I think that that can help the world because if we would have leaders in this day and age that would have Christ in their mind constantly, there would not be so many wars. There would not be so many children getting killed there would not be child abuse there would not be all these different things that are evil but the reason they are there is because most people don't have Jesus in them mm -hmm. you know and I speak about this confidently because this is one of the things that helps me on my day-to-day -day with negative thoughts mm -hmm. with thoughts like literally on Friday I was going through something and I went to my quiet place and I started like praying and talking to myself, to, well, not talking to myself, talking to God. I started praying for you too. And I literally got this realization and I text her to her like, listen, I don't want to talk about this tomorrow. 
not because I want to bypass it, but because this, this, and this. And just know that I love you, and that's it. I didn't need it to go back into it where before, and you know this, I would dwell on that shit for weeks. Mm -hmm. But again, I understand that when I'm in those moments, if I keep dwelling on those things, all the things that I come here and I talk about, all the things that I want to represent as a human being are all full of shit. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm telling people to have faith and to trust and to put your burdens into Christ and all these things that are nice to read and ni nice to say, but if I don't apply them for myself, I'm full of shit. And that's not of somebody, that's not to the standards of somebody that follows Christ. Mm -hmm. So that's why I encourage everybody. And I had this conversation with my pastor, and I'm going to share this with your audience just to be more real too. I've, when I, I moved to Miami uh, end of 2016, mm -hmm. and I've been around a lot of people. I've always been like really good talking to people in any place. So I made friends or acquaintances very easy. And when I started dating Alana, I was not in a good place in the sense of the environments where I would go to. You know, I am, I'm a guy and I would go to strip clubs. I would uh, sexualize women and I would do all these things that I'm not proud of. And when I met Alana, I said, I told myself, especially after she got pregnant, that. Uh, even, even, even though they said that he couldn't have kids. Yeah, they told me that I couldn't have kids and then she got pregnant. So you can imagine, I was a guy in Miami surrounded by the wrong people and I knew that I wouldn't have kids. So I would not give a fuck about like, yeah, I would take care of my health, but I would not give a fuck about anything. So that was my mindset. Then Alana gets pregnant and before Alana gets pregnant, I already, I fall in love for her and my mind already changed into the, into the environments that I wanted to be and different things like that. And I started setting those boundaries. But throughout that process, I was getting a lot of shit from the people around me. And I was literally not in a good place in, in that regard. And today I look back into that and I feel deeply shame. But I have the grace of God that without me having the faith that I have on him today, he took me out of those places. And he has told me many times that it was his doing, the one that took me out of those places. And if he did that for me, I know that he can change the world. I'm not special. He can change the world. He yeah. can change. He, often he oftentimes actually takes those who need him the most. Yeah, true. And the bottom line, what I, what I was trying to say with this is like, don't fall don't make short-term decision, decisions thinking for long-term goals, right? Mm -hmm. And because those short-term decisions are going to affect the long-term goals over and over again because the, the perspective is different. And if you are consumed by lust, if you have addictions towards pornography, if you, I know that most women listen to this podcast, if you have a partner that is convincing you 
that going to these places is cool, that he's a guy, that that's what guys do, all those things, it's bullshit. And I say it firsthand. I was part of that. I was part of those things. Like my pastor, I want to have lunch with him. No, I'm lying. One of the sermons that I love because it's so real and then I share it with you. I, we have to drive all the way through the Palmetto to go to church. And he, he made a comment saying like, oh, I try to avoid the Palmetto because everywhere you go on the Palmetto, all you see is strip clubs. See how the evil works constantly that it's feeding our head, our brain with so much lust, with so much like, I, like there's one street, I'm not going to give them publicity, but they say like, 40 sexy girls like they are advertising like all these things and i understand like the flesh is weak and if you don't have god in you like if you don't have god in your life you don't have that standard to say like no that's wrong and this is why i'm going to bring full circle what i was saying is like i'm a man i'm a sinner i'm not perfect but having that standard in my head makes all that shit to be blocked mm-hmm. i don't even think about that i just I, I, it's blocked in my head. And if anything, you want to go the other way. You're yeah, like, no. I, I, I don't like it. And then one of the things that I'm working towards to is, and I said this to one of the pastors at the church that I, that I had lunch with, is that I want to be the guy that when I'm in a group of guys and they start sexualizing women, I want to be the one that tells them that's not okay. But I'm being honest with you guys, I don't have it in me yet. I, I, I struggle so pray with that. about it. I, I am praying about it. I struggle with that. But I struggle with that because of the fear of judgment. The fear of like, if I said that, that person... The only person's judgment you should fear is God's. I agree. I'm just saying. I agree. And I know that for us women, or most, I know a lot of you girls own a business, you don't post because you're afraid of being judged. Yeah, who cares? I, was, know, I, 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 also, judged, I also talked to you about that. I get judged all the time. I still get mean comments pretty much a lot, but I don't, I don't let them affect me because I know that, if anything, they're the ones hurting inside. And they're the ones that have the closed minds. So, you know, and then you, you can, we can talk about these over and over again. Like another thing to tie this up is one of the posts that you got me to do with you about like how a, a husband should treat the wife that went viral and I oh, yeah. like you were like sharing me some of the comments this and that and there was one comment that says like oh you should let him have a side piece then there was another comment saying like oh what about let's do one for uh, how women should treat men now oh, hold on, all the women's are gone or something like that. It was, I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. because I saw it on your phone. One of, one of the comments said, I can't wait until I get rich so I can have a woman that loves me. <gasps> I was like, oh my God. All, all those things. It's like, if you have all those thoughts in you, I am praying for you because here's, here's two things, right? The post, of course, was done to showcase how men should treat women on my wife's page because she's a woman and that's brand and she wants to share what values we're building into our relationship. 
But the Bible also talks how women should treat men, and that's a given. You don't have, like, the video is like, what, 30 seconds? No, like 10. Okay, 10-second 10 video. Like, it's not that she, like, we can do a, a, an hour-long video talking about, like, how marriage should work. And on top of that, if we would have an hour, we can talk about it based on our learning, but we're not perfect either. Like, sometimes I lose it, and I react not in the right ways. Sometimes she loses it. You know what my it. response to the, the, the other day was, babe, I'm going to pray for you. And he laughs at me. He starts laughing. And then, yeah, it's, it's gone. And You know, and, and it's, it's an everyday work, but going back to the original yeah, point, if you, know you, have, if you, have, easier, God, if you well, have God as a standard, that work becomes easier. Because we argue, guys. We fight. We uh, raise our boys, but after that moment, after that, uh, after the evil wins over us for a couple seconds, we go back and what we feel is shame. At least I'm going to speak for me. If I raise my boys to her, I feel shame. I feel sad, and I have like kind of like the voice of God telling me like. That's not right. But the only reason I have that voice in me now is because I allow him into my life. I've been having him present constantly. Even coming to the podcast today, I was like, I had something else planned. And then I was like, you know what? Let me share with the audience our testimony of how God helped us. Yeah. You know, and... And I know that you shared your story but let me tell you, I wasn't perfect no. either. Um, you know, I graduated high school thinking that I wanted to be like, I don't know what I wanted to do, but I thought that just posting half naked was going to get me followers. And then I'd, I'd eventually build some kind of brand. And like that was like the goal, right? Um, and hanging around the wrong people, right? Going to strip clubs with my with my ex at the time just because I thought well he kind of told me like no this is what we do right this is our culture like this is what we do and if like you don't want to come I'm gonna go by myself and if you don't let me then you're crazy you have problems like go get yourself checked like I'm not the problem you are so after just being manipulated so much I'm here, I'm here thinking, like, why am I so crazy, right? And I was kind of crazy, too, at the same time. And just having a lot of intrusive thoughts, obsessive thoughts. And I even told him yesterday, like, babe, you know what? Like, maybe I kind of had something latching on to me because, man, like, the moment that I would wake up, I would think that he's, that he was doing something wrong on his phone in the bathroom, I would just stand outside the door to, like, see if I hear anything. Like, crazy. Crazy. Like, even after my son was a year, it w I was still very bad. And I felt a lot of shame. And, you know, after we would have our fights and I would just, like, verbally abuse him, I would just cry to him. And I'm like, you know, I remember sitting on the couch crying. I'm like, babe, like, I don't know why I'm like this. I don't know. It's just, like, I can't control it. Right. 
I, I have so much shame and I'm like, it's not you, it's me. I just, I don't know what it is. It was just like something that would fill me and I would rage and it would just come into my head so fast and would take over me that I couldn't, I couldn't stop but just like feed into like checking the phone or checking Instagram, like seeing like refreshing, 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 calling him every like five minutes, checking his location. Like it was very exhausting, you know? And it just got to a point where I just had to like go out, sit outside. And that's, that's, that's where I was just like crying and crying and like, God, please help me. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, and then that's when I heard, I don't know if you guys heard like uh, the last few episodes, that's when I heard the bells. Ding, ding. And then after that, I mean, I was so hurt. It's not like it went away from one day to the next. But now, today, I feel like that was like a year and a half ago. Today, I don't really have those intrusive thoughts anymore. I don't. I haven't, no, we haven't. No. I haven't really like questioned you or anything. Um, and from time to time when like those ideas do pop up into my head or those thoughts, I'm like, nope. Alana, he loves you. This, these are not your thoughts. Don't let them take over you. And then I just kind of, you know, let them pass. Yeah. That's so good. just just so you guys know, I was very toxic. Um, but on my Instagram, I would show that I'm this boss babe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This this business owner. Business owner, and I'm a mom, and I'm this, and I'm that. But inside, I was really hurting. Yeah. I was I was really hurting. I was very jealous. I was jealous towards other women, but then I'm here preaching like about like women should, uh, you know, be independent and do their best because you don't need anybody but yourself. And I was preaching the wrong message. You know, yes, be independent and have your things, but also be caring, nurturing, and allow others to help you if needed. Because you can't do this alone, especially if you want to raise a family. You can't raise a family alone. So that's all, that's. I just wanted to share my testimony and be vulnerable. And I don't really have shame about it because I'm not human. I mean, I'm not human. Uh, I'm God, right? <laughs> no kidding. Um, I'm not perfect. I'm human. And when they see me on Instagram, they think like, oh, I'm this wonderful human. And I'm supernatural. And I got here because I'm so smart and I'm perfect. No. That's not the case. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's amazing that you share that with your audience because I think that it, it shows more the transparency from your end of everything that that you share with them, you know? Uh, and I think that it's also good because you don't know who you might be helping, you mm -hmm. know? like. Uh, yeah, I, I just want to be that, like, person and that support that, like, not only shows you what goes on at the front door, but I'm going to show you and be honest with you with what happens behind closed doors, you know, because again, like you can't be one person to the world and then be another person at home because guess what? Like God knows that you're not showing your true self mm -hmm. and that you're not accepting and you feel like you have to put on this mask to please other people when in reality you should really truly be pleasing yourself and him mm -hmm. 
So that's awesome. Thank you for sharing, babe. You're I welcome. appreciate it. Do you, you. want to get into the comments now? Yeah, I want to get into the comments. But before getting into the comments, I want to say this very quickly is that uh, on the Bible, it says that first was the word. Okay. And then it also says that God made us to his image. So if first was the word, everything that we speak, it will become a reality. And I say this because this was one of the realizations that I had on Friday. It's like, you have people, God has plans for everyone, okay? Mm -hmm. And he has your back. Uh, put your burdens into him. He is a giving father. He will get you out of whatever hole you're in. But he cannot do that if you boycott his plans constantly. And the way you boycott his plans constantly is by using your word to tear you up. You know, is using tear? your word, tear you up, like tear you tear up. Or like, tear, tear, tear you up. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm, I'm from Argentina. <laughs> so tear you up, you know. So don't, don't let your past get too much in your head. Don't, like, look, God, if you repent, he forgives everything. So if he forgives everything, who are we not to forgive ourselves? Mm. You know, like... Or others. Or others, of course. So be very mindful with the way you talk. Be very mindful with what you put out because it will become your reality. And if you are feeling right now, and this is a message for everyone, like if you are going through a season where you feel depressed where you are feeling like a martyr mar mar martyr yeah mm -hmm. i said it right okay martyr. like a martyr and like you literally don't have hope the more you swim around those feelings those thoughts the more you talk about them with your friends the more you talk about it with family members the more they will become a reality so one of the things that I appreciate from you a lot is that she's like, and sometimes I used to get pissed at it. Like I would start mm -hmm. dwelling on shit and she would be like, well, babe, you know, like this and that. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, don't tell me that. Like, just keep feeding into what I'm telling you. You know, like if I'm telling you that I feel sad because of this and that, don't tell me like, oh, well, focus on this and that because that is not helping me. He wants me to be like, I bought a seat. Exactly. And that's not what it's going to actually get you out there because again i'm going to quote this again and we go into the comments first was the word and then god made us to his image so our word has power so use it wisely to build the life that you want and be patient because god has a perfect timing and the last thing that i said is that recently I, somebody made a comment to me about how I was dressed or to go to a party. They, they told me, oh, you look like this person. So the next oh. day, Juliano on Friday. Oh. So the next day I went and I Googled this person. By the way, this person is one of the wealthiest men that I know. And he's a billionaire, like very rich. And I Googled him and this video comes up. 
and it's a video of him in a restaurant. And this guy looks at a table where there was a woman having a date with a guy. He approaches the woman and starts hitting on her. Like, he ignores the man. He starts hitting on her. But as a, as before he even gets to the table, the manager comes up to him. Yeah, the manager comes up to him. Something goes on. Like, there's no audio. So the manager says something to him. Then the guy on the table tells the manager, don't worry, it's okay. He leaves. He starts hitting on the girl. Then he says something to the man. He acknowledges the man finally. But then the manager finally makes him sit down or whatever. By the way, in the description of the video, it was saying that when the woman went to the bathroom, he was harassing her, like chasing her or hitting on her like man do, you know, like I'm a man, I'm going to show her that I am better because I have money or whatever the case it is. And this guy, before leaving, he approaches the manager and spits on the manager's face. And I'm sharing this story because for most people, the thing that everybody wants is financial freedom and, you know, mm -hmm. success. And look, maybe God doesn't have that plan for you in your life. He will always provide for you. Nothing will be missing for you if you have faith. But maybe he doesn't have that plan for you in your life. But one thing that I realized with that video is that money truly exposes who you are. And sometimes, going back to what I said on the previous episode, and I said it like, the devil can give you the same things that God can give you. The only difference is that the intentions behind it. And sometimes, I, this is a fantasy that I like playing in my head, which is like, God has a plan for you, and the devil is like, oh, you have a plan for that person, but I'm going to show you that when you give, him, when you give that person what you, your plan is to give him, he's going to let you down. So never, ever, ever think that you are better than other people. Never, ever, ever feel that you are like this, that you are above everything because in those situations, I'm telling you, like, I don't know this guy personally. I met him once. I know people that know him, and everybody tells me the same shit. He's a piece of shit. And if he doesn't repent and he doesn't come to God, he's not going to end in a nice place. And I'm not talking about heaven like, or, or, um, or hell. I'm talking about he's not going to end in a nice place in his life. He might end up alone. He might end up just with money. He might go bankrupt. I don't know. But I promise you that that's not going to end well. And then the other part Thank too, you. and this is the last thing, is like those are things that people should evaluate when having relationships with people. Men, why would you do business with somebody that, cheaties, that cheats on his wife? Why would you have, why, why would you call those people friends if he's willing to do that to the mother of the children? Why are you going to have a relationship with that person? And the same for women. Why do you guys hang out around women that you know that they might 
sell their body or that they and might just to be clear like who constantly cheats on their wife and is, doesn't seek help or doesn't yeah seek. that doesn't repent like i'm not talking about like yeah. look everybody makes mistakes and i'm not talking about judging people like I, i'm not judging for one mistake you know like if somebody makes a mistake and they repent and they are uh, i don't know they seek you as a friend and they say like look i don't know why i did this i i I I was weak or I I regret this deeply. I have so much shame. Like that's different. Like look, we are all humans and God knows what is going on in everybody's life. Like he's the only one that knows our heart and knows what's going on. I'm talking about people that do this consistently. That do these like and they preach about it. Like there's another uh, influencer that she used to be a porn star that she is bragging about like getting divorced and shit like that. It, mm -hmm. It's an old video. And she came out on the video saying like, oh my God, I'm going through my third divorce. And girls, if you guys don't feel it, leave. Wow. Because marriage is just paperwork and shit like that. I don't remember the video exactly. I saw it on, on Patrick Vadavis' podcast that they were talking about it. So I'm talking towards more of those people, you know, that they go out and they don't realize the damage that they make, that they're not doing any good by sharing that. Like you are actually working on the enemy's favor, you know? So that's all because men will see the, that video about the guy that I just spoke about. And especially guys that are ambitious and have, and they're young and maybe they don't have the greatest role models to follow. Mm -hmm. And they will see that guy and they will be like, oh, that's the way you should act to have money. Or that's the way you act once you have money. Or because he has money, he's able to do that. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to share that. And that's pretty much it. But let me go to the comments so we can wrap this up. Unless you want to say something else. I forgot. Okay, I'm sorry. So... It's literally one comment that st stood up, and I think that it, it should be addressed because I don't want people thinking things that are not true. And it says, thank you for showing us your privilege and hypocrisy. How can you build an entire brand identity based on being a righteous Christian only to turn a blind eye to the Gaza genocide? Did you know that Jesus was born in that region? Did you know that Jesus was born among the occupied? Jesus was Palestine. Churches and hospitals have been bombed, killing children in the thousands. But not, le but not let us use religion to glamorous ourselves, shall we? You people are so lost. You sound tone death. Tone death. Tone death. I don't know what that means. They're probably talking about me. Find some humility and humanity for your next episode, please, if you have any. And I wanted to kind of touch base in that because first of all, I don't know who you are. I literally, when I read that comment and I told Alana, he's like, I'm praying for you. I don't know what you're going through. And I genuinely say that. Uh, you probably don't know us either. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get into personal uh, things. I think that maybe what triggered that comment was when I said that people that have no faith question God in asking, like, why are children getting killed? Mm. Why is he allowing those things if there's a God? And 
I'm going to reiterate what I said last episode and what I said today is that God gave us free will, okay? And unfortunately, there's human beings in the world that they they feel righteous, right? righteous to do the things that they do because they think that they are protecting uh, their own, you know? And what they don't realize, and this is my personal opinion, I'm speaking for myself, is that their own is everyone because we're all brothers and sisters because our father is God. So no matter where you're born, no matter where you live, we're all connected because we all have the same father. So I acknowledge the pain and the catastrophe that is going on in Gaza. Uh, Nobody's having a blind eye to that. It's just that the only thing that I have to say is that what I said today, if people truly would have God as a standard, a lot of these things would not happen, you know? And... Look, we need to understand that we live in a world where wars are business, where wars are driven by the devil and the enemy. And a lot of these people, they are all just thinking about themselves and making money and they justify their actions with many different things. I am not an expert on the area, on the topic. I can't speak about it. I do have my questions, but because I'm not an expert and I don't know things in depth, I'm not going to choose to talk about this topic on camera because I don't know much about it. I have my personal opinion that I just share with you. It's like, I feel that it's extremely sad. I don't condone the murder of children, the bombing of hospitals. I don't, con- con- how do you say it? Mm-hmm. How, can you say it for me? Condone. Condone the killing of any human being for no reason, like for any reason, like no reason is justified to kill it's children especially. So that's, that's a comment that I wanted to address because uh, I know that people from both sides are very heated, you know, and uh, just have grace and I just pray for the people have grace and understand that that might be part of a bigger plan too like that's part of faith if you like if you are not ready in this world to go through catastrophes and when I say willing to like I don't even want to say it but God might have plans for my life that I don't even agree with that I don't even think that I could put up with the pain of them, but part of having faith is trusting that he knows what he's doing. So that's my two cents for that mm-hmm. comment. I don't know if you want to add anything to that, but. I mean, since we're on this topic, when people like message me and they're like, oh, I can't believe you're not talking about this or talking about that. I just, I don't think that any kid i don't think that anybody whether you're from israel or from the other side like i don't think that palestine, palestine i know babe I know. um i don't think that it's fair for families to be lost kids to be you know killed. i don't want to say it but i just i just pray and i i'm aware of what's going on and 
I pray for everybody that's hurting, everybody that has lost, and just have hope, um, and just know that they're in a good place if you've lost somebody, you know, just know that they're in a good place, and although we can't, con we can't control the situation, just know that again, that they're in a better place now, so... I mean, there's ways to control the situation in the sense of what we do as a society moving forward mm -hmm. with the type of leaders that we want leading countries. Uh, we have to start thinking about policies and ideas and not so much into uh, personalities. That's all that I'm going to mm -hmm. say. I have a hard belief. Well... I hope that you guys loved this episode. Comment down below what, on what you guys want us to speak about next. Happy birthday, babe. Thank I you. I love you so much. And we'll see you guys next week.